0: hello and welcome this is road trip to nirvana i'm hannah and i'm abigail and today we want to welcome you to join us on this journey to enlightenment so we're starting this we have some questions written out we're gonna Mm -hmm. we're gonna go ahead and get started a little back and forth a little asking a little here and there mm-hmm. it's gonna be fun it's gonna Just, be a good time
1: so an introduction to the basics of our beliefs yeah and spirituality we're gonna so see all can get to know us a little better
0: these are gonna change over time these are gonna grow over time hopefully hopefully they will grow and change
1: they will there's no doubt
0: there's no yes there is no doubt that these will not grow and change they will and i'm excited and i'm ready to embrace the new change this is gonna be great this is gonna be so great but yeah we have some questions prepared we've pre-written because we don't know what we're doing and you don't know what you're doing either which is the beauty of this so
1: we're all just finding our way
0: we're all just finding our way so welcome on our journey we welcome you along and we can't wait to share the process man
1: Alright, so what is our first question? First
0: question, we're going to go ahead and we're going to fucking, we're just going to get, we're going to get right to it. So, Miss Abigail, <laughs> what is God to you?
1: To me? <laughs> oh, well, currently, currently, currently. God to me right now is the entire universe, everything that it consists of, all life forms, in this earth and beyond, all of the energy, all everything is the universe. The, the universe is God. And each of us are one with the universe, therefore we're all one with God. If you're following me. So what I believe is that within each of us is God. And then surrounding us is God. And the goal ultimately... Is to connect your inner God with the external God. And that is how you find peace and guidance. And serenity in life. Because if you're disconnected. If you if your internal God is disconnected or unaware. Then there's no possible way that you can be living in unison with your surroundings. And with your environment. With the people. With the world that you live in. So that to me is. God and Hannah, what about you?
0: Before I answer, I have I'm going off book a little bit. Okay, <laughs> I'm fucking crazy. Okay, you talk about the internal and the external.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To you, what role is this a natural thing to you? Do you are you more of an earthist kind of believer in this thing, or is it more of a beyond the earth? Like I know there's a lot of those like the whole thing where it's like dirt worshiping tree hugger kind of person like do you feel these vibes come externally from mother earth herself do you believe that these are a more internal vibes that you connect to or do you connect to the earth in a certain i'm just curious
1: well that's a good question because i mean i've never really personally thought of it that way because i'm kind of new to this whole thing but i guess i resonate more with God being the universe and everything that it entails, which the earth, as we all know, is such a small piece of the entire universe, that there's so much that we are, we, we only know like such a small fraction of what exists in this entire universe. So, but that being said, I don't think that that should diminish the sense of the earth worshiping aspect of it. Because I feel like everything is equal. It's in it's, it's all it's one, it is, it's all one big circle. And the earth worshiping aspect of it, I feel like is also important because it is our world. It's our environment. Because we, as important as the entire universe is, we're not out there. We're in, we're We're in we're
0: a confined we're space. We, exactly. we are in a confined earth.
1: So, us being in earth and on earth is important and like we should live in unison with everything that is here because that's all we're gonna experience in this lifetime so I feel like it is important for us to worship Mm-hmm. if that is the word that you would like to use or live in unison mm-hmm.
0: yeah worship worship is a heavy it's a heavy word that should not be treaded on lightly in my opinion
1: i uh, yeah i don't i i shouldn't use the word worship because i don't think there is anything that i necessarily worship
0: mm-hmm. this
1: kind of goes into our further questions but yeah worship i'll answer that question later okay. worship is not the word i don't i would not say that i worship anything in this universe because i think that's I think we're equal with everything. We live in unison with everything. So I feel like the earth and the universe aspect of it is pretty equal for me. I enjoy the way you say that. Thank you. And what about you? What is what is God mm-hmm. to you?
0: Now... We'll get into this a little bit later, but I feel like we come from completely different backgrounds of what God is or was oh, and how definitely. we've shifted and the way that we've come together in this. Oh, for sure. Um, we're going we're gonna to dive into that later. <laughs> Don't you guys worry. We are definitely going to dive into our past because that will play a role. A huge role. A huge role. But I appreciate how we've come together Regardless. <laughs> What is God to me? I have grown up... I, whatever, here we go. I have grown up, you know, never really believing in God. I've, I was an atheist for many, many, many years of my life. To me, God is not a singular individual, kind of like you said, but an entity. It is the feminine, the divine feminine that encapsulates all being. And it's just... The entire web of souls it's the entire web of energy it is it is the thing that continues the soul path now from like i have a struggle from a scientific perspective when did this initial energy come about was this big bang was this prior was this post i have no idea i can't pinpoint it and i struggle with that aspect of it but I still currently believe that the Earth, Mother Nature, in this this continuation is just encapsulated by this overarching energy. There is not one God, but an energy source to it.
1: So, I have a question about what you just said. Oh, hit me. Because this is the first time I'm hearing all of this, too. You said... The divine feminine Mm -hmm. and all that it encompasses. What about the divine masculine? Do you think that they are equals? Do you think that the divine feminine is more important than the divine masculine?
0: All right. In my opinion, and I am willing to change my opinion, and I'm willing to grow on this opinion. Mm -hmm. I believe the divine feminine is an overarching feeling like Mm -hmm. i feel connected to mother earth i feel connected to rebirth and i think that's extremely feminine in the fact that women are the producers women are the the mother earth is the ovary of the universe like i feel like that is the the definite like if there was a god it would not be a he but a she we've mentioned that before i know in our conversations Mm -hmm. we've talked about this I definitely feel like the earth herself is a her. I feel a definite energy, but I completely understand at the same time that where there's a yin, there's a yang. Where there's a yang, there's a yin. You have to have balance for there to be a thing and a that, I guess, if you want to word it like that.
1: No, I totally agree with you. I agree with you because women are the bearers of all life. Mm-hmm. And this earth is full of life, and it is just life. It's the life of reproducing and living in unison, which I feel like is such a motherly quality. Oh but God. because you and I are both women, do you feel like it is possible that we are extremely biased towards this opinion?
0: I completely think that is. it is a part of it. And because of the suppression of women over time, I feel like we have built up a kind of armor that's like ah no third wave feminism oh we're coming for you ah watch out green party here (laughs) so yeah maybe that is a contributing factor that definitely could be a thing yeah
1: but uh, you gotta follow your intuition our intuition is telling us you know
0: my intuition is telling feminine. me that is a, it is a divine feminine that is the overarching ruler. At the same time, I am equally aware that my bias is definitely probably playing into it, being the fact, if you could not tell, I am a woman. I'm a very proud woman. I'm a proud woman, proud woman, <laughs> proud woman, proud woman. All right. Well, so that kind of sums up um, that question. Uh huh. Um, the next question, I guess, we have preconceived is for you miss abigail what have been the main influences on your spiritual beliefs and caveat how did you get here that is such
1: an intricate question that i don't even know if i can
0: this question really this this question could go on For so long, we could get into the five stages of the soul, which I think we should cover in another episode is the five stages of the soul. I agree. I think that
1: should be our next episode. The
0: five stages of the soul and how we've gotten here, I think we'll save that for another episode. So let's just turn this down to what have been the main influences on your spiritual beliefs.
1: Well, as you know very well, not so much the listeners, I assume, I was raised extremely Catholic and I was okay with it and I loved it up until about like halfway through high school i want to say when they started really pushing the confirmation thing and you know that happened junior year of high school and they really pushed like the whole this is your choice like you've been baptized you've had your first communion and that was your parents choice but now we want you to commit to the church and i feel like i never had a second to breathe like I heard everything like I've been living and practicing the Catholic faith since I came out of my mother's womb. And now I for the first time was told this is an option. Like we want you to choose and I never really realized that it was an option cuz for me it wasn't. It was every Sunday we get up and we go to church and then you go to religious class and then we pray at dinner and it wasn't it was never an option. And for the first time in my life I was told Do you want to commit to this lifestyle? And I wasn't even given a second to think about it. My mother really was pushing me towards, we're doing these confirmation classes. You're going to get confirmed in May. This is happening. This is happening. And if I missed the class, I would get scolded for it pretty harshly. And so it was really never an option for me, even though I was told that it was. And so I followed through. I went with confirmation. Senior year, you know, still catholic starting to get a little tired of it and then i got to college and for the first time in my entire life i wasn't having my mother as
0: one does at college
1: for the first time in my life i wasn't having my mother waking me up every sunday morning saying we're going to mass and although i would wake up to text messages from her every sunday morning saying go to mass but that didn't mean that i had to go And so, I started, like, distancing myself from the Catholic Church for the first time in my entire life. And I didn't feel right about it. I knew that, like, there was a lack of structure in my life spiritually. I knew that I was missing something. I didn't know what it was. But I didn't feel like I resonated with the Catholic Church necessarily. And so, you know, I fell into, like, the classic college habits and whatnot. And... As the events transpired, I ended up dropping out of college and moving back with my parents, and that was—that's a story for a different day. But I—I I fell into a place where I was so desperate for a purpose, I guess you could say. And um, I really like—I knew that I needed something more to keep me moving forward in life. I didn't know what it was, and. At this point in my life, the only drugs I had ever done was smoking weed and then, like, coke once or twice. I'm not going to get into all that, but, like, nothing serious, you know? And there was one day in particular, in the month of November of 2018, I was sober. Completely sober. And, well, no, no. Let me backspace a few... A few spaces. Over the summer of twenty eighteen, Shane Dawson came out with a conspiracy theory video. The flat earth theory. And let me tell you, that video I watched it three or four times because it really messed with my mind and my perception of everything. The flat earth theory, not so much centered around
0: is the earth flat, but do we believe everything that we have ever been told? That's that's the thing that came out of me for that video as well. Was it was not is the earth flat, it's do we believe. Do, is everything we're being because told the truth?
1: although we've seen photographs of the Earth do being Do we wrapped, really?
0: And this, we want to promote on this channel, we are not saying that the Earth is flat. That is not what we're saying. No. But we are questioning the basic ideal of, like, basic, do we believe what is being fed to us? That
1: there is no single photo of the entire Earth. Everything is made up of a ton Composites. A, a composite, a composite a of... Composites. It's composite
0: Photoshop.
1: So... If the Earth wasn't flat, but for some reason the government wanted us to believe that it was, it wouldn't be that hard for them to do that. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think that's that's the thing. It wouldn't be hard for them to do that. I think that's that's the underline, highlight, bold, italic that line.
1: Besides, like the common sense of well, the moon is round, the sun is round, the other yeah. planets are round. Besides, besides, besides that, that
0: it's, it's just that the fact that we are so easily influenced as a society mm-hmm. to what mm-hmm. is being pushed in front of us. Exactly, and then. After I watched that video and I was really like, wow, like I really
1: blindly believe Everything like I really do like for all we know like our history books could be full of BS like uh, we don't know and then you know ever since I was a young child I was like wow I'm so lucky to be born to the Catholic Church like the one true religion But then I would think that and then my immediate thought after would be wait doesn't everybody and on this entire planet don't they think that their religion is the one true religion of their god how do i know because i don't like everybody thinks that and i don't and i've thought that from a very very young age i just never really gave it a second thought and then after that video came out and i started thinking that i really started thinking about it and i was like dang like i really don't know if this is the right religion like i really do just blindly believe everything that i've been told since i was an infant and that's really scary. That's really scary, just blindly trusting everything that you've ever been told. And once you start questioning things and you realize like, wow, like this reality might not be as simple and cut like black and white as I thought it was, you start questioning things. And I started seeking things out for myself and my parents were not supportive of that because they wanted me to seek answers within the church and i didn't want to seek answers within anyone else i wanted to seek answers within myself because i didn't want any bias i wanted to find out what i believed personally for myself and i didn't tell anyone this like you and i were conversing about spiritual beliefs but like you like we really weren't here we had yet. got.
0: we hadn't gotten into it
1: yeah and so like i just you're the only person i really like discussed these kinds of things with mm-hmm. but i was really like in this on my own mm-hmm. and i started This, okay, so I was starting to, like, question my beliefs, and then this, this day in in November 2018, I don't, I really don't remember specifically what triggered this, but it was a conversation with my ex-boyfriend about spirituality and, like, believing what's right in front of you, but then, like, what is, what's, like, the depth behind everything, I guess. And it really triggered, like, something within me that I can only describe... As pure euphoria and understanding of the universe. Like I really felt like I understood every inner working of the universe and like I just felt so at peace and so in love with my life and like no matter what happens like I was gonna be okay. Like there was no, like not that there's no hell, but my soul is safe from whatever evil there is in the world as long as I continue on what my intuition and my my gut tells me and Mm -hmm. from that point on I like everything's been changed for me it was I really did like have an awakening spiritually and it I still don't understand like why or why it happened when it happened when it happened I don't
0: know Mm -hmm. I don't know but ever since then caveat I'd like to add this was without drugs I would like to make that apparently clear that her experience was completely without the use of psychedelics I was
1: extremely sober and I've had many many friends who have tripped on acid or shrooms, and it, it shared with me their experience and although I wasn't experiencing like the visuals of it of actually tripping I felt like I was in the mind state of it and this lasted for 30 to 45 minutes and it was the most euphoric feeling I have ever felt in my entire life and from that moment on my life has really been changed and that's pretty much led me to where I am right now Is just like questioning not questioning everything not believing exactly what I've been told like finding things out for myself and just following my intuition and what I feel is really the truth and that's where I am currently. And I do hope that I continue to grow and change because, you know, I only turned 20 years old yesterday. I got a whole lot of life to live, so.
0: Studio claps. <laughs> the studio claps. For I don't me, my know love. how long that took to explain, but. Whatever it was, I feel like it was due. And I'm glad we established that at the mm-hmm. beginning of the show.
1: Thank you. And so, with that, I would like to ask you this same question. Mm-hmm. What have been the main influences on your spiritual beliefs thus far? And how have you gotten to the point that you are at right now?
0: All right. Um, for me, I had a little bit of an, a different experience as a childhood. My parents, my dad was raised Catholic. My mom was raised a rather precarious situation as far as religion and spirituality grows. We're not going to dwell. Um... But my parents had a very lackadaisical kind of approach to raising children where I was baptized, sure. They occasionally took me to church. It was never forced on me. It was never something that really was a part of my childhood. Mm -hmm. My entire childhood was spent and I really appreciate my parents for this. It was like they would shove me outdoors, lock the door, and be like, I don't want to see you until dinner. So I would go outside, and my entire childhood was very much based on Mother Earth. Going down to the creek and just spending hours in the creek and the sand and the mud and getting dirty. Just the entire tomboy, you know, whatever you want to call it. I don't give a shit. Whatever you want to call it. It was very much that. When I got into high school i remember i think i was in the 10th grade i discovered a book on the teachings of the buddha and i still have this book and i read it front to back and i was like this is it buddhism is where i really i want to be a buddhist i want to devote my the rest of my life to buddhism and i got into this world history class we started learning about the history of Asia and Asian cultures, and I really felt that Eastern, Eastern quote, medicine, Eastern spirituality, Eastern everything, it really spoke to me at that time in my life. I kind of grew, I went through some stuff, I experienced a lot (laughs) of life, a lot of, a lot of problems, a lot of things, a lot of issues with mental illness, And that really shaped me. And I kind of moved away. That Buddhism was kind of a blip on my radar. Um, I went to college. I went full force. Similar to
1: my experience. Similar to
0: your experience. I got a little different. I got very addicted to drugs. Um, And that was an entire experience in my life. I was still figuring out my diagnosis with mental illness my diagnosis with bipolar disorder. Um, It all ended up me being in the mental hospital very much further down the road. After getting out, I dropped out of college and I moved back home. And I actually reread that book that I had initially read in the 10th grade about Buddhism. I got enrolled in therapy and I started taking all these different classes and I realized, damn, like I feel really back connected with spirituality another thing aspect of it where i went to college back in boulder i think spirituality buddhism crystals that whole kind of scene was very popular it was very common for a lot of people it was
1: trendy over
0: there it was really trendy where i went to college and I've always been the kind of person that was like, oh, you know, I don't abide to trends. So I was, like, very into crystals in high school. I went to college. Everyone was into crystals. And I was just like, fuck that. Y'all are being chilly. I'm not into it. <laughs> and then I moved back home. And I was like, well, wait a second. I enjoy this. And it's okay for Like, this is the reason I went to college out there. Like, I enjoy this kind of stuff. And... You know, we kind of had the same thing where it was like it took a complete breakdown of my mental psyche for me to realize, hey, you know, maybe this is a thing. And I've just been kind of on this journey ever since. You know, I've always kind of felt it within me. I've always felt like a pull to spiritual practices, not a God, but this inner workings. And that's kind of an overview of how I fell into Might this. Might I add? Please. That-
1: Okay, so I touched on my Catholicism background mm-hmm. but and my questioning of my surroundings now. But I do want to add that I do still have a very, very strong belief in God. It's just mm-hmm. my definition of God that has changed. Also, you and I have had very, very similar life
0: Patterns. yes this is something i would like to devote an entire episode to the fact okay. that we are soul twins and soul flames <laughs> because our lives have paralleled exactly the same in completely different talk ways talk about
1: like very in-depth synchronicities
0: our synchronicities bitch you would not even you would not very, even with our synchronicities it's almost
1: it's almost freaky Sometimes, yes. and, like, for me, it's very comforting because I feel like you and I have been on this soul journey together, but we've only just recently
0: realized that yes. we've been on this journey we've together. We've been on this journey for many well, years, and we've only since come together and recognizing well, it, but at the
1: same time, which is part of the journey. We've been friends since, mm-hmm. like, sophomore, junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've been friends ever since. We've never had a falling out. Mm-mm. But we've gone through the same patterns of life. And, like, just recently, since we've both been, quote, unquote, awakened, mm-hmm. have we realized the insane synchronic- synchronicities between our lives?
0: I would love to devote an entire episode okay. to synchronicities. We'll save that for another day. I think we should save that because I think that is an extremely interesting point And I think that should be dived on, not just in us, but in synchronicities in the universe in general, I find that to be an incredibly interesting topic. I agree. I'm going to write that down. We're writing that down. (laughs) It's being written down so you know it's going to be talked about again.
1: So, since you're busy writing that down, um, going back to what I believe in now, like my spiritual journey up until this point, um, I I do still have a very, very strong sense of God in my life. Mm -hmm. And since... I have started questioning everything in these recent months. I think I've come to my personal belief that, you know, there are so many religions in this world, and all of them claim to worship different gods. I know there are like some religions that worship multiple gods, other religions worship a single god, but I think what I've come to the conclusion with is that all religions basically worship the same basically. god. Basically.
0: <laughs> no this same- is wait, wait, this wait, 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 is wait, 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 no wait no if we can underline something what she's about to say I've heard her say it before and I completely agree with everything she's about to say and I think this should be underlined bolded and italicized this is the highlight of the episode. <laughs>
1: okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Mm,
0: are you ready?
1: It's it's really not that It's not that No, but I think it's not that out there. It's not that out
0: there, but I think it's the underlying point of what we've been getting at this entire thing.
1: Alright, my basic beliefs on spirituality, the most underlying point is that I believe all religions across this world worship and love the same God. It's all the same. But we put different names and different faces to God because we've... There's so many different cultures. This world is so diverse and so huge. And there's so many people that throughout all of the thousands of years that humans have existed, we can't expect for all of us to have grown spiritually in the same way. Like, God could have presented himself or herself.
0: Divine Gender, feminine. We are divine feminine the, here. The
1: genderless God, could that have, genderless God could have presented itself to humanity and different people and saw it and had different perceptions of the same exact experience and they took that and branched out in different ways but it is all with the same God and that is my fundamental beliefs is that there's so many cultures we can't it's not human nature to interpret things the same way that's why humanity is so beautiful that's why the human race works the way it does Is because we're different we interpret things differently and You know, there's... It's just crazy to me that people really hate each other and...
0: Start wars wars, over this shit.
1: Wars over different
0: gods. Literal wars. When
1: it's just different perceptions of the same God. When it comes down to it, we're worshiping the same... The same divine energy that created all of us. And that is, it's just mind-boggling to me that we all, we, there's so much hate over something that is so pure and so loving and so positive, and we all, humanity as a whole, there's just so much divide, so many Religions. <laughs> Clicks, religions, cliques, whatever, that's what it is, though. This world
0: is a big high school, we're all living in
1: cliques. But if you think about it, like, that's kind of but like But, like, you're kind of right. It's like every religion is kind of like a different clique with different, It's like, just, like, mildly
0: violent names. and kind of executes many different other religions. <laughs> well, the clique, oh,
1: yeah, magnified <laughs> exponentially, yes. <laughs> But that's fundamentally what I believe that God is. And once more people realize that, and, you know, I'm not going to name specific names, but I know people who are very close to me in my life believe that if you don't believe in God in this specific way, in this specific manner, if you don't worship this way in particular, then you are going to hell. I think that, you know, it's fine to believe... too so toxic. It's fine to believe that you're going to get to heaven or enlightenment one way or another but you know it's really toxic it becomes toxic when you believe that other people won't reach it if they don't believe the same thing because ultimately you're only in control of yourself you can only worry about your own divinity your own spiritual journey you can't control other people and you shouldn't why should i mean not that you shouldn't care you should Mm -hmm. you should care and you should work with other people and you know, that's that's human nature, but I mean, ultimately it's it's your own path that you're you're paving here and nobody else you're not in control of anyone else and no one else is in control of you. It's your own journey and that's that's really, really important for people to recognize so that it's an individual journey and you shouldn't scrutinize other people for, for for taking a bit of a different path than you. I completely agree. And yeah, that's, that's That's where we intersect. That is where we intersect for sure.
0: I think this is a good place to kind of wrap it up. I agree. As a good... I think this is a good stopping point. For the future, I think we want to cover reincarnation, crystals... Synchronicities. Synchronicities. That's coming up. I think we should cover... So much There's more. So much we have. To There's talk so about. much we have to talk this about. This didn't even scrape the surface. This barely touched the surface, and I think this was a great way to start this out. And I hope, and we manifest. We're gonna manifest that this continues. Coming up soon, manifestation. <laughs> Coming up soon is manifestation. Another good topic. Another, Another great topic. Fantastic. The law of attraction. Oh my God. There are so many things we could talk about, and we could talk for hours. And but, we will. And we're gonna. <laughs> but I think the first step to that is we gotta buy a microphone. We gotta buy a microphone. I agree. This was but such an
1: impromptu This little. was such
0: a little starter kit, but I'm glad we had this starter kit. I am too. And I'm glad we have this introduction.
1: And for no one else, for ourselves.
0: For ourselves. You know what? This has been... What do we even call This the road trip to nirvana
1: exactly that's what it is this is what it is it's our own
0: personal road trip gas stops along the way food stops you know what it's all coming it's all it's all coming thank you yes and stay tuned stay tuned this was that